Swanson to first. The Bruins are world champions. It's over. The Bucks have done it. The long wait has ended. After a half century, the Milwaukee Bucks are NBA champions once again. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a second Super Bowl title in franchise history. And Tom Brady doesn't pass the torch yet to Mahomes, does he? Welcome to Sports Next, episode 43 here on Ecstatic Radio. You're listening to us on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and hopefully anywhere else you can find your po- your podcast at. I am Henry. I'm Mr. Hodge. And I'm Uncle Phil. Yeah. Phil's, Phil's here. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that means we get to talk <laughs> some more uh, UFC. We're in debt UFC. Especially we got a fight night coming in this uh, this Saturday, finally. Yeah. After, what was it, two or three weeks? Yeah. Uh, fight night? Yeah. That's it's been a fight, long time. I just got to uh, – they got families too, believe it or not, so – yeah, wow, what that that families? Uh, we want them to fight. Fight. We're, <laughs> yeah, we're, when they're not training or trying to fight rats in the sewer, they, they gotta be with their families. Oh man. It's part of the training. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well then, uh how about we do what we start off how we always start off? Uh we'll get in with the birthdays. All right. All right, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate the birthdays on this date, January 10th. And before we do that, we want to Give a special happy birthday to Henry. Oh, come on, man. Happy come birthday, on. man. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Two days yeah. ago, it was been appreciated. No problem, man. Yeah. yeah. Henry is a six time MLB All Star, five time <laughs> NBA champion, uh, two time oh, best kicker award. Uh, we got about all my Super Bowl titles. Uh, five, you won five of them. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'll, I'll get there, Brady. I'll get there. <laughs> Let me um, just um, uh, let me just go into the Madden uh, year twenty thirty six. There you go, there you go. That, <laughs> that's all you got to do. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, a one time PGA of golf tour winner. Um, yeah. A, a multi multi time soccer player. And um, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and um, and uh, I've heard they called you the the greatest underrated player of all time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's what they call me. The greatest underrated WNBA player of all time. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So happy birthday, man. Much, oh, thank you. Much appreciated. Yeah. All right. So now, now let's get to the birthdays. We're recording on, on January 10th. Um, starting off is um, a Cardinal safety, Buddha Baker. Um, uh, he follows Landon Collins, Jake DeLone, uh, Glenn Big Dog Robinson. Willie McCovey, uh, Adam Kennedy, Matt Brown, and Mirab. I will not say his last name, but he's a UFC fighter. Mirab D. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> he's a number six ranked bantamweight uh, fighter. Yep. And uh, so happy birthday to those fellows. So, uh, but uh, before we move on to anything, because we don't have baseball since we're still locked out, we do have one little story that I'm just going to bring up right now. Might as well. So. Uh, the Yankee organization hires the first female full-time manager of a of in the franchise. Well, it's not the manager of, of the Yankees, but she's the manager of a low A minor league team or of the of the New York Yankees. Like I said, she becomes the first female to be a full-time manager. So uh, congratulations to her. She's a uh, she's 34, was serving as a hitting coach in the organization since rookie level. She has been a coach in professional baseball for 10 years. So it's not even like she just started. She became the first full-time hitting coach in the MLB organization, which she took on her previous role in 2019. She says, I'm not the first woman to have a position in baseball, but I know this is a little different. Balkovic said when she was tapped as a FCL's uh, team's hitting coach, I'm a product of the woman who have come before me in the sports. If somebody thinks I'm a trailblazer, great, because hopefully that's creating an opportunity to think it's possible for others. Okay. So congratulations to her. Congratulations okay. to the Yankees. Yep. I'll see how that's going to go. And uh, with that being sorry, yes? Is there such thing as assistant manager in baseball? And if there is, has there been any women in that position? Or is this the first time women in general, period, in that high of a position? Uh, in that high of a position, yes. She's a first actual, like, low female manager. 
there are assistant uh, coaches uh, such as a uh, bench coach, uh, hitting coaches, pitching coaches. Like you mentioned, she was a hitting uh, in the organization. But as far as the, the actual main coach of that team, oh. She, she's a, she's the first uh, woman. Okay. Yeah. Good for her. Yep. Yep. And with that being said, we'll be right back and we'll get to it after this. We're going to get back to the uh, football. We talk about week 18, the crazy week 18, yep. the, the, the Black Monday, and of course, uh, what to expect in the wild card weekend. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to Sports Next. Now let's get to. Uh, Week 18 of the NFL, well, the final, the finale of the regular season. For a lot of teams, that was it. But, I mean, if you notice, I mean, a lot of the teams were still in it, you know, this late yeah. in the season. Yep. With that extra week. Um, but uh, so it was pretty exciting, the final week. A lot of things that uh, we didn't expect, well, a couple things we didn't expect to happen. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but uh, let's get to it. Let's start off with the uh, Saturday games. It was the Chiefs at the Broncos. Chiefs, uh, the Broncos really stood their ground for the most part of the game. Of course, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they came back defeating the Broncos 28-24. to 24. Yep. Then you had um, Dallas all over the Eagles. That one also looked like the Eagles were giving it to them uh, some, uh, for the most part of the game until the Dallas just rolled, you know, ran them over. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, the Washington football team defeating the New York Giants. We have the Browns defeating the Bengals. That's another one that was kind of what? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Oh no no no! I, I'll just say uh, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Steelers. Uh, what could have been Big Ben's uh, final game? Uh, he's gonna have another one. He had to take OT, but the Steelers will defeated the Ravens sixteen to three. This yeah. is also not, not just for big game for Big Ben, but uh, it's also for Big TJ Watt as he ties Hall of Famer Michael Strahan single season sack record. With 22 and a half. So, uh, TJ Watt, I mean, he didn't need an extra game to do it, but, uh, hey, you know, it's regular season, it's regular season, and, and that doesn't take away the fact that he had a, a monster defensive season. Yep. Yeah. He, he is, he wants that defensive player of the year so badly. So, um, he, he made a statement this year. Um, he didn't break it, but that still speaks values of what he did this season. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and all those Steelers after this, they needed, uh, they needed for the Chargers and the Raiders to not tie. That's all they needed. Obviously, we know what happened now, but we'll get to it in a bit when we mm-hmm. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit defeated the Packers 37 to 30. Yep. This probably Packers just like, yeah, we're good. We don't, mm-hmm. don't have to try. No, I, <laughs> no, I, I was laughing because they had their starters in. And then once they start getting beat, they was like, okay, guys, come on. Let's, don't, <laughs> don't want to ruin morale. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, we just lost the Lions, but, but okay. <laughs> Uh, and there's another head scratcher right here. The Colts needed to win this game. Yeah. And, and uh, who did they needed to beat was Jacksonville, the worst team in the NFL. Uh, and sure enough, Jacksonville defeats the Colts 26 to 11. What happened there? Come on, Carson Wentz. Yeah, this game um, opened it up for a lot of AFC teams. Um, all the Colts had to do was win. Like they're, they were playing Jacksonville and the game on the line, season's on the line, playoffs on the line, and they look really pedestrian. It's funny. I, I read a meme of, um, before the show. It said um, it's some um, Colts fans booed Andrew Luck, and God punished them by giving them Carson wins. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> All bad. All yeah. bad right there. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that game opened it up for so many AFC teams. So, a, a lot of them have to think the Jaguars – of who had nothing to compete for to just say thank you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. They just want to be spoilers. Yep. So a lot of these teams play. Like a lot of these teams are they know they're not going to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, screw it. We're just gonna spoil everything. We're mm-hmm. just gonna try to win this time. All of a sudden they want to try to win. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota defeats the Bears 31 to 17. We had the Titans defeating the Texas, becoming I believe they become the number one seed in the AFC. Yep. So uh they defeated the Texans 28 to 25. The Saints defeating the Falcons 30 to 20. How about this one? The Seahawks defeating the Cardinals 38 to 30. Mm. And uh, this was a big game for that NFC West part, which uh, we'll get to in a bit. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals, obviously, they just needed a win and the Rams to lose in order for the Cardinals to become NFC West champions. If they would have lost this game like this. They had all they needed. Well, well, they, if they would have lost this game, then 
and the Rams would have won it regardless of what mm-hmm. happened. And sure yeah. enough, well, they lost it, but <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that Rams game in a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills all over the Jets, of course, 27 to 10. Uh, Tampa Bay all over the Panthers, of course, 41 to 17. Tampa Bay was still playing with most, most of their main guys, mm-hmm. you know, even though they were very well in, but I believe they're, they were, I don't think they were competing for the number one seed. Uh, I think they were just competing for the number two seed, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. They were competing in general to see uh, what, what happened with the NFC West, and they ended up with the two seed. Okay. Uh, Miami defeats the Patriots 33 to 24. Another uh, head scratcher right here. Yeah. Uh, Patriots needed this one, and uh, but a uh, little part of this one, Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle breaks NFL rookie receptions record. So uh, good for him. Yeah, he's he, uh, he gonna be dangerous. I believe 102 catches on the, on the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's gonna be dangerous. Yeah, and uh, as we get to this one, the 49ers were able to defeat RMs 27 to 24 in OT. I mean. Yeah, the Rams still. I think at this time, uh, the, both games were going uh, going on at the same time. I believe the Cardinals and the Seahawks game was going on at the same as, time as this game. Yeah. So they were all pro- obviously looking at each other, and uh, but both Rams and Cardinals lose this game. Four Niners were able to put themselves in the playoffs with this win, and uh, but still, so like I said, all around all this, all we needed was for the Cardinals to lose, and they did lose. But still, not fun when you're losing another game to the Four Niners. This one at yeah. home. Yes, um, that is now six straight um, losses to the 49ers. Um, I'm, I'm like, I had to sleep off my anger because I, I, I was just like done. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm still 55% upset because the Rams just can't beat the 49ers. They're, um, I don't think they're better than us, but they're stronger than us and they're more physical than us. So, yeah. Uh, all, and yeah, McVeigh struggles with physical teams, and yeah. uh, it, it happens every time we play a team that's physically tough. We end up always losing. So, yeah. um, some some personnel changes need to be made. Um, Matthew Stafford throws more another interception, and it's just like it's playoff time, and it's it's like yeah, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, as good as uh, as Matthew Stafford as arm has been, he's also very dangerous with it, as yeah. far as you know turnovers and everything. Yeah, and uh, but Cooper Cup is still a monster. Yep, he got, got the and, triple crown. Yeah, he did. So congrats to Cooper Cup, our boy. Yep. Uh, but uh, we'll see about the playoffs. We'll talk about it a little bit. The, the matchups with that, but both uh, so three NFC West teams made it to the playoffs. Yep. Uh. And oh, of course, uh, we the Steelers, Phil Steelers just needed the Chargers and the Raiders to not be in a tie. And uh, surprisingly, it almost did. It almost, <laughs> there was 32 to 32 for as well. And they had to go to overtime. I was like, what the heck? And it was going to the last few minutes, I believe, too. Yeah. But Las Vegas was able to beat the Chargers 35 to 32 to enter the playoffs and to help Phil Steelers into the playoffs. Yeah. Can you just imagine being a Stewart fan and watching that game? Like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> no, were you watching that game? Saturday, how's that work? Oh man, but yeah. man, uh, I'm pretty sure you're thinking, uh, you're thinking at least some of Raiders right now. <laughs> then, like, hey, you guys are gonna die. It's like uh, we just need one of your teams to lose. It doesn't matter, and they both just they, they both almost just threw their head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine uh, Ben Roethlisberger's uh, what he was thinking around this time? I know, that, right? He's gonna recently have played his last game in his career mm-hmm. and he's like obviously uh, just don't tie it up like are you kidding me are you freaking really tying right now <laughs> and yeah. man i could have imagined what went to his mind but uh it was a crazy week 18 uh led to a lot of uh uh gm i mean manager firings um Audrey overall what do you think about the finale of, this, of the nfl season a regular season um the 18 game stretch i'm it's gonna take me some getting used to um, it was a crazy season. Um, there was there wasn't. Um, I feel like every team was competitive this year, and every team right. is bound to lose something this season. So it was just crazy to see, um, um, just to figure out which team is truly the best. It's going to go down to the wire in these playoffs. So I feel like every team has a strength and weakness. So it was a crazy season. Um, um, I actually enjoyed it. Um, 
I still feel like 18 weeks is a bit of a stretch, but I'm not in the NFL. I can't say nothing. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. More money. Yeah, exactly. That's all they care about. That's <laughs> yeah. all they care about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh speaking of money, you have to let some of these guys go. Some of these guys that uh uh you know wasn't wasn't worth their money, I guess, in the bit. Mm-hmm. You think about it. Let's start off with uh Chicago Bears probably their head coach, Matt Nagy. And this is something the Bears fans were asking for since, I think, two seasons ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, sir. Yeah, I, yeah, this this firing, um, I I think we all saw this coming. It, it, mm-hmm. it only mattered time. Matt Nagy saw it coming. He he just, like, went on a big tantrum the, those last couple of weeks, which is how you go. You just go out with a bang. Just start cussing everybody out. Who cares? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I – Feel like it was good for him to let off some steam so we could let off that stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah this, this was expected. Yeah. Another one, uh Denver Broncos uh fired head coach Vic Vangio. Yep. Another one uh, though people were expecting to happen. Yeah. Um it just didn't work out. Um there's nothing else to say about that. Um the I think he tried his best to turn things around. I think he does still have value, but it Go just ahead. wasn't there. So and they just haven't uh, – I don't know if they've answered the quarterback situation yet. Oh, no. They'll be looking for another quarterback next season. <laughs> yeah. It's, ever since Peyton Manning, they've been looking for quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville, of course, we know this one. Uh, they oh, yeah. fired uh, their head coach, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Back on December 16. Yeah. 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 So, uh, we know that one. And then uh, this was a little bit of head scratch for me a little bit. They, uh, the Miami Dolphins, having a winning record, uh, fired their head coach Brian Flores. Yeah. After I mean they took a little win uh, win against the Patriots. Uh, they had also a winning streak going on this this year. Yeah. And uh, they were going somewhere. Uh, obviously fell short. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean it's still not a bad season. It looks like a lot of growth. They picked up some pretty good you know decent players like mm-hmm. like we mentioned Waddle. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh, what do you think about this one, Hodge? Definitely. I'll say head scratcher is definitely an understatement. If if this was more like a what the hell type of firing, yeah. yeah, I don't know one person that's happy about this firing. They've um the Dolphins um uh, they were ten and six last season. The, this season it didn't start off well for them, but they picked it up and fell short. So you figure bring everybody back and see what you could do to keep the team back as much as possible and see what happens and. The Dolphins straight up fired him for uh, – apparently uh, the coaching staff wasn't getting along with, with them, that there mm. were some differences with them. So maybe that was the case. But even still, it's like it's a head-scratcher, especially considering that Joe Judge is still the head coach of the New York Giants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, one's, that one's definitely a head-scratcher there. Yeah. And I, I, I feel so bad for the Giants. and I feel, I, I feel bad for both these franchises, actually. They pretty much threw Jason Garrett under the bus right there. <laughs> yeah. Jason Garrett thrown under the bus. Well, he deserved it in, Cal- in Dallas, but this one yeah, for sure. Yeah, They threw him down under the bus right there. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a bad fire. I don't know what they're going to do. This could also cost them a chance to acquire Deshaun Watson for the trade because um, I know um, after Deshaun Watson's legal allegations are done with, which look like it's going to be done at some point, um, this was one of his destinations. He wanted to go to Miami. He wanted to be next to Flores. And with that firing, um, uh, Watson might bail. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, another one, uh, well, another firing was uh, after probably, I think this was the the seventh longest coaching tenure among NFL's 32 clubs. He won 72 to 56 and one in Minnesota. We're talking about Mike Zimmer. Yeah. With the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, uh, yeah, I mean, this is a guy who took the 2017 team, Vikings team, or uh, made the NFC Championship game. I believe that's the one where they lost to our Rams. I, I believe so. so. Was it? Yeah. Or, or, or was it that Saints game? No, oh, no, no, no. yeah. Was, no. I think that was the same year. I don't remember. Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> was it 49ers or something like that? I think so. No. Well, I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, he's he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, this was uh, no, this was uh, I'm still looking, I'm still looking. I think it so that must be oh, it's giving me the 2018 one for some reason. 
but um, what do you think about this fight? Is this is this a reasonable one? Honestly, yeah. Um, I think Mike Zimmer is a great coach. Um, I think I think he did a lot of great things with Miami. Um, excuse me, with the Minnesota. Um, gave um Aaron Rodgers some fits over a couple of years, but um sometimes when it just doesn't work out, it just doesn't work. They, the Vikings were always that team in the middle. Mm-hmm. You never knew how good or they were, or how bad they were. So there's definitely talent there, but um um I think Zimmer is still a great coach, but uh, it's time to it's just time to bail. So yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no, I found the the game. It was uh, against the Eagles, where the Eagles beat him thirty eight to seven. Okay, yeah, so that was the Eagles Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I don't know why I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah Eagles fans and... throw, throwing popcorn at me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, of course, uh, that's it on the firings. Of course, we know who resigned earlier this year was uh, John Gruden of the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, but that's about it. So we have some uh, what about what six uh, coaching vacancies right now? Yeah. Uh at least for now. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see. Um we'll see about that once uh, we get more hirings. Uh and uh let's move on to of course we know about the Antonio Brown situation. Yeah. I think we talked a little bit about it last week. Uh yeah. and I guess his his party or he released a statement about his uh his deal. And I don't, I don't want to obviously read the whole thing, but uh mm-hmm. I believe Hodge has a has a pretty much good uh what he was trying to say in this, in this uh, his statement, Hodge, what, what was he saying? So in a nutshell, um, Antonio Brown, written via his lawyer, I'll, I'll just say that, um, 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 pretty much said that um, he, uh, that it was his ankle that was bothering him and they tried to shoot him up with um, some type of performance enhancing drug to get him back in. And he told him about um, Michael wasn't feeling great. And um and and that's when um they had he had that explosion on the sideline saying and Bruce Bruce Aaron saying, well if you don't want to be here and then get the fuck out and that's um when and that's pretty much his side of the story that he couldn't play because he was that ankle was hurting that badly um that that must have been some some good um um performance enhancer that they gave him because he was still hopping on that ankle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, and um. I think I think they have the Buccaneers statement right here as well, but um, but yeah, the Buccaneers, um, Bruce Arians claimed that um, had a lot to do with that playing time more so than his ankle, and um, I think they said um the that the doctors cleared him, cleared him that that his ankle was fine. It had more to do with um him not getting the ball thrown his way, just like I said last week. That oh. could have been the cause of it, from what I heard. Yeah, so, right now it's one of those he says she says. Right. I feel like Tom Brady knows also what's going on. He's just staying aside. (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. Yeah. So is it true that if he made like a certain amount of catches or a certain amount of yards, he'll get some sort of like bonus? Yep. Is that okay? So damn, if that's true, then that sucks. Yeah. He he was on um he was on incentives and um did not meet it. And um apparently they was trying to give it to him. Um, that game, or or if it didn't yeah. get, happen that game, it would have happened the next game, and he just started acting yeah. out. Yeah, I know Gronkowski yeah. was up on, on that too. He got a lot of uh, money off incentives in yeah. the last game too. Yeah, and uh, I guess uh, not having Antonio Brown put the paid the way for uh, Gronkowski to be more eligible for the for those bonuses. Yeah, yeah, and since this incident has happened, um, Antonio Brown's been all over social media, obviously <laughs> riding a taxi. He put out a diss track, and um, he was on a podcast, um, pretty much giving his side of the story more so, and um, put, throwing a whole bunch of players on the bus saying Tom Brady's only looking out for himself and all this other stuff. And um, right, so we'll see what happens. Um, I will say this: if well, it doesn't look like a team gonna pick him up, but um, he, I, I hope his ankle was messed up because that's like again. That's that's his fourteen. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah, it's all bad situation over there in Tampa Bay. Well, I mean, for one, for them, it's a good thing that they kind of let him go too to to get not distracted. This is they yeah. going to the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, so that's that's why it's gonna work out for them. It's like, all right, that pro- that issue's not here right now. Let's worry about winning right now. And you see it. I mean, there was no problem yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was the Panthers, but I mean, 
Still yeah. no problem. You need to stop throwing 41 points. Yeah. Um, but um, we also have already updated a, a part of the uh, the NFL draft for next year. Uh, number one pick for the second year in a row is, of course, Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, the team that beat the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like, you, know, yeah. you know that weak team. That... <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you also have the Lions, you know, that team that beat the Packers. Oh, <laughs> uh, how does this make you feel? I'm reading right now the biggest needs, and the first thing they have is quarterback. Oh, come on, don't do my boy Jerry Goff like that. <laughs> I know. Don't, don't do don't don't do Jerry like that. <laughs> he, he beat Texas. the Cardinals. Yeah, he did. He helped us out right there. Uh, Houston, Texas, Texans. Uh, yeah. Their number three pick, and number four pick is the Jets. Number five pick, the New York Giants. The Panthers, uh, number six pick. They're also they're, that was reasonable. They are looking for quarterback. Uh, yeah. I don't think Cam Newton is the answer anymore. Yeah, and uh, de- who, definitely not Sam Darnold. Nope. <laughs> yeah, he did not look good at all. Um, Sam pick is the Giants against, which they acquired from the Bears. Uh, we also have uh, we also have the next one. The number eight pick is the, is the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Number nine pick is the Denver Broncos. Number ten pick is the Jets. Let them pick Washington football team. Uh, you know, Hodge, for Rams fans like us, like, we don't even got to worry about this. <laughs> where are we I gonna know, be right? At? And I, I actually remember those days where I'm like, oh, what? There, there goes my team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> picking, the, picking number five. <laughs> <laughs> number 12 is the Vikings. 13, the Cleveland Browns. Number 14, Baltimore Ravens. 15, the Eagles. 16, the Eagles. 17, Chargers. 18, Saints. And, uh, we have a uh, 19, I believe, is the uh, the Eagles. Oh yeah, yeah. That uh, the POs are like those oh. are the rem- remaining playoff teams. So oh okay, oh okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's not the Eagles, but uh, so right now we have up to number 18 uh, with the Saints. They're also looking for a quarterback for sure. Yeah. As, uh, I don't know. They don't. They want Jameis Winston back, or they're gonna or Taysom Hill's not gonna be their future quarterback. Yeah. I, I think they should give Jameis another chance. He was doing pretty good this season. Yeah. Before he, he was, he was the best quarterback they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, nothing compared to Drew Brees. I don't think you're gonna find I mean, any in the next one. Oh no, that that ain't gonna have work. We're not asking for all that. <laughs> <laughs> just move the Giants, <laughs> Giants GM Dave Gettleman announces retirement uh, following a disappointing season, a four thirteen season. That's not much there is to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I think we pretty much talked. He's all. He spent four. He's played four years as a Giants GM, and he compiled a 1946 record mm. throughout this time. All these his teams. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think I already trashed the, um, not the Giants, but like their decision of, of um, keeping uh, Joe Judge around. So yeah. So just I, I do feel bad for the Giants. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the Super Wild Card uh, round. All right. So we're going to start actually on Saturday and it's going to go all the way through Monday. So it's going to be a great football weekend if you're a football fan. Uh, so can't wait for that. Uh, let's start off with uh, Raiders at the Bengals. Hmm. Uh, of course, Raiders uh, with a big win over the Chargers uh, last uh, just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Bengals are disappointing also because of the Browns, but they've won their division. And uh, what do you think about this one, Hodge? Um, look like we're going to be in for a good one. Um, um, I think um, the Raiders might have a tiny shot, uh, but I do feel like at the moment, I'm, I could be wrong, but I feel like the Bengals are a little more better than um, than the Raiders. Uh, they have more firepower right now, so um should be a pretty decent game. Because the Raiders have uh, cars, quarterbacks, so, you know, that's never good. <laughs> Actually, right. well, he was impressive yesterday. He did his thing. He, he got him. He got him the W, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, thought Macaulay Cogan with the Bengals. <laughs> I don't know if you know. He looks like Macaulay Cogan. <laughs> you think? He, uh, actually, low key. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> actually, we uh, there is Macaulay Cogan already, but still. <laughs> <laughs> now I cannot see it. <laughs> uh, next one is the uh, AFC East match, or is it? Yeah, East yeah. matchup. The New England Patriots who had a disappointing loss yesterday. Last yesterday, to, uh, who did they lose to? That's some some bad team. Did they? Did it? No, yeah, oh, it's Dolphins. The Dolphins. Dolphins. Yep. 
And then at the Bills, who are Bills had a weird season. They started out really strong. They looked like the top favorite Super Bowl uh, teams, but uh, they slowed down. Like almost every team, almost all of these teams had that bump in the road. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this was going to be another good one to see if uh, Josh, Josh Allen can prove that he is the top quarterback in that uh, division. Mm-hmm. And, not, uh, and uh, the Patriots are still not going to come back to uh, Super Bowl glory. <laughs> yeah. This, so. this, this matchup is like, um, I don't, this one's a toss-up for me. I don't know who's going to come out on top. So, I mean, yeah. it should be Bills because they you think they'd be the better team, but the Patriots have been doing a good job of this year. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eagles at the Bucks, of course, the remaining champs. Super Bowl champs Tom Brady and the Bucks against the Eagles. Uh, I don't know if you want to cons- really say uh, Eagles are, are some kind of kryptonite to Tom Brady just because of that one Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, but uh, nothing like nothing like the Giants. But um, you know, uh, still an interesting game right there. I mean, like you said, uh, the Bucks should go all over the Eagles on this one. Yeah, yeah, the Bucks. Um, uh, Bucks are definitely the better team. Of I think the Eagles. I'm starting to get it with with um, Jalen Hurts. I think they have something, but they're no match for the Buccaneers. So, yeah, he's not this year. Um, yeah. Next one, we had the 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Uh, oh, a Nickelodeon game. Oh, that's a Nickelodeon game. All right. Yep. I'm definitely going to be watching that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. only watch it because of the 49ers. Oh, uh, <laughs> don't, don't put that nasty taste in my mouth. <laughs> I'm still angry. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be another good one. I mean, Cowboys, same thing. You know, they they look pretty strong. They look pretty strong in their last in their last game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but uh, you know, it's uh, the 49ers with a big win against uh, the Rams. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is also a toss up. Who knows who could win this one? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I never thought I'd say this, but go Cowboys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm 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 looking forward to like the Nickelodeon graphics and the slime. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it should be fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go uh, be, be a grown man watching Nickelodeon again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of them. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers at Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this, again, is another game that could be Big Ben's last game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this looks like uh, it should be it. I mean, the Chiefs, man, they're, they're so good. Mm-hmm. Looking good again, looking super dangerous. Mm-hmm. And they're at home, so... Uh, Sorry, Phil, but I mean, this trouble looks for the Steelers right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Phil. Um, yeah, the um, yeah the Chiefs are just on another level right now, and um, look like the Steelers are looking to for a new future. But um, hey, they, yeah, they Steelers did they did a decent job this season considering um, the consequences. But I think the the road ends here, unfortunately. Yeah. Another good one that could be a toss-up right now. Cardinals at the Rams, the Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I mean the Rams just got a you know big loss right there against the 49ers. They were in it most of the game. They were leading for most part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, until the 49ers did their thing, they came back. The Cardinals lost the Seahawks. So uh, both teams are kind of uh oh man. Yeah. So good thing is yeah. they get an extra day to rest up mm-hmm. and to think about what they're gonna do, but uh Okay, this is the playoffs, so losing goes home. There's no, there's no series, no nothing like that. It ain't like basketball, baseball. It's just one game, and then you're in mm-hmm. or you're out. Yeah. So it's getting real. Boy, it yeah. is real already. <laughs> it is real. Like right. uh, all that NFC West talk is about who who wants the divisions out the door. It's all about the playoffs, and we'll see what happens with these two. Um, both teams got punched in the mouth, and so we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, well, that'll be it for the wild card. Uh, for the wild card weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We know we will six games this weekend, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and one on Monday. Yep. Should be fun, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have the full football schedule, but still, it should be good. It's all where it matters right now. Yep. Go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Go do something uh, and watch these games. <laughs> right. If you want to have a good time, throw a little party if your yep. team's in it. Yep. All right. And with that being said, that'll be it in football right now. Uh, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk about some UFC. UFC's back. Uh, we'll yes, talk sir. about it in a bit. All right. Finally, we got UFC back. The first one of 2022. The first fight card. 
It's going to be at the UFC Apex, and it's headlined by featherweights Calvin Qatar versus Giga Chikatse. Of course, Chikatse is the one with those kicks, those kicks that you don't want to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a uh, he has a couple of TKOs, three TKOs in a row. I think one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He has a ten fight winning streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's uh he's up there, and then Calvin Qatar is uh last he hasn't fought since January of last year where he lost to Max Holloway in the fight of the night. So it should be all around a good fight right going on that we have, uh, Qatar and Chikatse. What do you think about this main event, Phil? I give Kevin Keener the prop because, of course, everybody is scared of Giga, and he is – everybody is scared to fight him. And don't mm-hmm. let the number eight in his division scare or trick you because literally there's been rumblings that people hire in the – Totem pole, like, don't quote me on this, but Max Holloway has passed on fights because he was maybe lower than eight at the time. He said, Oh, no, let me fight people in the top five to make sure that if I lose, it's still because of people who have a name right. or bigger name at the time. Right. And, like, like you said, he does have a, he does have a 10 fight winning streak. He hasn't lost since he's been in the UFC. Mm-hmm. At the same time, Calvin Cater, he, even though he has lost two of his last five fights, the last people or the last person he lost against, I believe, is Max Holloway. So at least it was against the number one contender at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it will be a good fight. But sadly, I think, like you said, with Giga's kicks, I feel like he will be able to do some sort of PKO and win well this will win this fight. I would put mm-hmm. my money down on him if I was a betting man. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to mess with those kicks, man. Uh, <laughs> mm. Even if I was a UFC fighter. Even, though, put... even if I was trained to take those kicks, like, no. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I would throw salt in his eyes. Hope for the best. <laughs> Pakistan? Yeah. Um, I don't think that's legal, Hodge. <laughs> oh, gotta try something. And just keep poking him in the eye. Uh, women's flyweight uh, co-main event: Kaylin Chukigian versus Jennifer Maya. Jennifer Maya, of course, was a former number one contender against uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, so this is going to be another women's fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil, what do you say? Um, I am not much of a big fan of the leatherweight women's divisions because I feel like they are not too stacked, or the women's divisions, sadly in the UFC isn't too stacked. But at the same time, I kind of feel like Jennifer Maya, even though she has a hit or miss record, I think she is two and three of her last five fights. She does have wins against Jessica I, and her last win was against the champion, I believe, as in the version of Serchenko. Yeah. So I feel like that gives her the upper hand because she has fought the who's who of the division as of the moment. But then, uh, as for her opponent, she has a three and two record. She has a win over, I think, the champion's sister, I believe. Uh, and she she does have, she did win her last two fights, but I still feel like she is not really She's going to have enough of the close to me, the event picture status that she will not necessarily win. Yeah. Well, I mean, these two have fought before. Uh, they fought back in 2019 of November uh, when mm-hmm. Catelyn Chukigian won that by a decision uh, and a catchweight uh, bout. And uh, you're right. He, she did fight uh, uh, Shevchenko's sister, Antonina Shevchenko, back in 2020, May. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did win that fight. She also fought Valentina Shevchenko for the flyweight championship back in 2020, February. Uh, and lost, of course, to TKO and elbows and punches on that one. Uh, so both of these women sure has fought many uh, big fighters in that division. So it's going to be another interesting rematch. This one for sure, you know, the ranks of the number could be another good number one contender. One of these two want to fight the champion again. Of course, the both would like to fight the champion again. Uh, whoever wins, I still say that the, the vision isn't really no, just 
respect to the women because they could still probably beat me up pretty fast. Yeah. But the division isn't really stacked enough like maybe the 135 or even the 145 division that whoever wins, eh. Speaking of the 135 division, uh, I don't think you were here for that show where we talked about that. I mean, you never know where Juliana Pena oh. <laughs> uh, had, oh, yeah. The, yeah. had the biggest shock in a long time. Um, I think in, in the history of that division, um, defeating, of course, the GOAT, Amanda Nunes. Uh, mm. well, I mean, I don't think I got your reaction out of that. What was your thoughts on that? What do you think about the GOAT losing that fight? Um, I still think she is the GOAT. I feel like she should. Oh, I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I feel like she's just been so dominant for the longest time that she does deserve the rematch. But I feel yeah. like since she was a double champ, she should let that go and focus on the 145. Cause I kind of feel like the 145 division isn't moving or if she keeps both the titles, both divisions have to wait on her to be healed after yeah. the fight. So I feel like, yes, okay. Give the 135ers a chance or let them do whatever. But yeah, I was sad and I was shocked Yeah, that uh, yeah, I mean, I would think now that 135, I mean, uh, obviously there's no rematch going on. Now it's a little bit more competitive. I mean, uh, no disrespect to Junior Alpena, but the way that Nunez carried the title is like, man, who's going to beat her? So funny to beat her, but I mean, now it's like, okay, Junior Alpena is, we don't know her to be that dominant. Uh, I mean, obviously that was a big win for her. I mean, she could tell, easily tell herself, if I beat her, I could beat anybody. Um, but now it looks more okay. Now it looks more a little bit more competitive now. Yeah. Uh, defend Pena, I kind of feel like it was the same thing. Like when Ronda was champion, she was so dominant. And then when she mm-hmm. lost it to Holly Holm, it was a few changes here and there. But then when the Nunes got the championship, there was another long dominant reign. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like mm-hmm. after her next fight, if Nunes doesn't get the next a rematch anytime soon in that division. It's possible that she could be the next one to hold the title for a few fights. So All right. I'll, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and let her see what she could do. Yeah, I, okay. I, I think um, um, I feel like Amanda Nunez is very prideful, so she probably will try to see if she can get a rematch just to see, you know, if um, just, just to prove that, that she could do it again. So there, that could be that. Even though I, I do agree with Phil, she should probably focus on the the featherweight championship. Uh, just take take more, get that division moving, and so they won't have to keep waiting on her. Yeah, and at the yeah. same time, she's a mom, so maybe she's just like, you know what? Maybe I should just do like one or two more fights and not focus on fighting too much, so she could spend time with her daughter. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why yeah. she lost. Maybe she's just not into it anymore. Uh, Who knows? She did have COVID. So do you think that took that kind of like took the edge off like uh of her like um cardio? Probably. You know, and you know her, she's not gonna make an excuse. She's she mm-hmm. was all right. like, yeah, I lost this fight, you yeah. know, whatever reason. Uh mm-hmm. she was uh Junior Pena was obviously the better fighter that night. Because, I mean, it's not to take away Juliana Pena. I mean, she did pretty well. I mean, I thought she was very ballsy for t- giving it to, to Nunez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, taking those punches, I would be scared. I would be scared to even throw punches at her. I was like, oh, hell. <laughs> Just throw salt. It's always the answer. They, throw salt. Right, there we go. Salt and run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but talking about the next, the rest of the card, we have Flyweights Brandon Royval versus Rogerio Montorian. Heavyweights Jake Collier versus Chase Sherman. Featherweights, Bill Algio versus Joe Anderson Brito. What's with Court McGee versus Ramiz Brahimaj? Featherweights, Gabriel Benitez versus TJ Brown. Lightweights, Dakota Bush versus uh, Vyacheslav Borshev. Hope I'm doing that right. Featherweights, Brian Kelleher versus, oh man, (laughs) Sedioko Karamonov. And uh, women's strawweight Sylvia Gomez Suarez versus Vanessa Demopoulos. There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> I those names, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
let's talk about more newsy stuff going on right now. Uh, this big heavyweight uh, fight was announced that should be signed pretty soon for UFC 270, 271 in Houston between Derek Lewis, the former two-time number one contender, title challenger, against Tai Tuivasa. How about that? Tai Tuivasa coming up real big. I believe he's one of Phil's favorites. Fun. Yeah. That would be for uh, sure fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vasa in the four-fight winning streak uh, started in late October of 2020. He obviously just beat uh, – in December, he defeated Augustai Sakai back in UFC 269. Derek Lewis defeated uh, – he also fought – I believe he – did he fight in that card? Um I think he fought, yeah, he fought in that car. No, he fought in a fight car against Chris Dawkins fight night, which he knocked him out in the first round. So both fighters are making a quick turnaround. This fight is scheduled for well, UFC 271 in February. This is where it's headlined between uh, middleweights Israel Adesanya and Robert Whitaker. That match itself is going to be a good fight. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be a good one, don't you think, Phil? Yeah, I kind of feel bad for Derek Lewis because I feel like the last title fight he had against Cyril Gaon was like his last run at the top. So at least this one, if he does win, he'll still be in the top three or four heavyweights. Yeah. And we all know that Derek Lewis is now the most knockouts, I think, in either the heavyweight or the UFC history as a whole. Mm-hmm. But they both are heavy hand hitters, so I do expect a knockout in this fight, and I want Tai Tuivasa to actually get a win. Well, let's say that yeah. that's why I'm a Derek Lewis fan. So whoever wins, I'll be happy, but I don't mind Tai Tuivasa to win because it is a big name in Derek Lewis, so that could bump him up pretty good in the top tiers of the UFC fighter, or heavyweight fighters. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, so... It would yeah, be a great I mean, win if he was able. Yeah. But at the same time, Houston is Dirk Lewis' hometown. So I feel yeah. like the hometown hero or the hometown buzz will give Lewis the extra yeah. chairs that he needs to win. I don't know. Yeah. Whoever wins, <laughs> wins, and I'm happy. It'll be a good one. That's all we were hoping for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think um, is, is a flyweight championship going to be the co-main event of the UFC 271? Huh? I believe that's that could be this one, two seventy right now. Oh, okay, that's right. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so um, uh, so for Derek Lewis' sake, uh, hopefully he gets the three rounder, not the co-main event, because he was complaining last time <laughs> about um oh, yeah. five five. Uh, like, oh man, you can't be doing like get in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is 270, which is uh next weekend. Okay, next yeah, Saturday. You're, you're right, you're right. That's also the heavyweight then Ganu versus uh Surogan for the yeah. for the championship, heavyweight championship. Yeah, we're, which we're uh, both fights are gonna be big. We're definitely gonna talk about that one next week. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, we have to. And your boy Greg Hardy's in that card. Oh yeah, that's right. That guy <laughs> Yeah, that jerk was like Yeah. But like you said, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> All right. But we also have Max Holloway, aggravated injury. He's out of USC featherweight title fight versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Um, so I don't even think there's a – that was supposed to be in UFC 272. I don't think the, are they going to replace the fighter. I don't think so. He says, I'm an official I'm on changes to the event on Holloway's injury. There's no official time frame for Holloway's return. So uh, also that night is supposed to be that bantamweight championship, the uh, Aljamain Sterling and uh, Peter Jan. Um, but um, – yeah, who knows who's going to have a fight of Volkanovski on that one. I'm pretty yeah. sure uh, Giga Chikate wins. He might want to be like, hey, I'm next. I know, right? May as well. Yeah. Who do you think should fight him, Phil? Well, actually, uh, we have uh, the former uh, flyweight and bantamweight champion, uh, Henry Cejudo, uh, says he wants to fight uh, Alexander Volkanovski. Uh, it will be cool to see, to see if he could win three different divisions championship but I kind of feel like he's the talent is there of course but I feel like he's just a lighter ver- or a skinnier version of uh, Conor McGregor because he's just letting his mouth do his moving I guess because he's been retired for like a few years now yeah. if, he was ser- if it was actually serious to say oh let me jump in now let me take the short notice 
title match than he should have been fighting or should have been back like years ago trying to fight like the other contenders. So yeah, talent wise, it'll be fun. And if he does take the last, not necessarily last, last minute, but if he does do the fight and the win, I get some other props in the world, but I don't think he should cut everybody else just for the. Yeah. Yeah, especially a division like that where there's a lot of names there. There's a lot of big mm-hmm. names in that division. Um, yeah. so gonna to, he's going to have to gain 10 pounds, though, <laughs> for that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he he's a wrestler. He he knows about weight cuts and weight gains pretty good, so I feel like he would be able to adjust well if UFC or Dino White is like, oh, yeah, sure. Let me see how you'll do. Let me put you in there. Yeah. Yeah. Some other guys in that uh, division have already tried to get their attention, including uh, Josh Emmett, Bryce Mitchell, and like I said, Giga Shikatsu. So I'm pretty mm. sure Shikatsu wins this one. Then uh, he'll probably be top on top of the list right there. But uh, not to say anything about Bryce Mitchell, pretty good fighters, and, and Josh Emmett too. But that That's will be like... a big one. Shikatsu and, and – um, Wokanowski. I say if Giga does win, I like give him the shot since he actually been fighting and been trying to fight people. So I say yeah. give him the fight over Henry Scudo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But uh, you know, Dana White is all money wise. Even then, it will be money wise, it will be a pretty good fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do agree. Uh, yeah. Speaking of money wise and, and status of some of these fighters, uh, Dana White has talked about. Uh, well, I guess he's been talking about a uh, guy everybody in fighting is talking about Jake Paul. And I guess he had a challenge for Dana White or something like that. And then uh, and then so uh, Dana White uh, says, you're calling out George. Oh, I guess uh, he called George Masvidal. Jake Paul did, I believe. Uh, oh, you're calling out the, George Masvidal. The that? story behind this is, you know, that the Paul brothers have been talking crap about uh, UFC saying Dana White doesn't pay his fighters enough. He doesn't do well with treating their fighters right. On top of Jake Paul saying, oh, these higher level boxers in UFC should fight me and they'll get a bigger payday than, than Dana White has. So Dana White, you should let them fight me. On top of that, uh, Jake Paul did make a jab against Dana White saying that he does cocaine and he there's something to get tested for cocaine because I'll just prove his point. And then Dana White is was all saying, oh, instead of me getting tested for cocaine, I'll agree with that. But I know that you're a cheater. I know that you're on steroids. So if I get tested for cocaine, you should get tested for steroids. I'll agree with that if you agree with that. And then that's where this conversation happened. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Dana White says, you're calling out George Masvidal because he's a pay-per-view superstar. White said when responding to Paul via MMA fighting, Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, Mike Tyson, these guys are all superstars. You're not. You can't sell pay-per-views. You do whatever the hell you want to do. I'm really, I'm ready to roll, buddy. I don't use cocaine. Do you use steroids? Let's do this, Jake. And then uh, to where uh, Masvidal finally responded uh, saying, uh, thank you to my employer for recognizing my hard work. Only took you four years. Hashtag super necessary. People just uh, ungrateful these days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more to Dana White what he's saying is that no, that's not gonna happen. White previously said of Paul's call for a fight against UFC stars. You notice he wants to fucking fight everybody that's not in the weight class. Guys that are older and all that, all of this other bullshit. Go find a boxer. Go hump somebody else's like you, move Paul. Dana White ain't taking that. <laughs> I think we got to we got to stay in the wife for steroids. <laughs> At the same time, I am going to defend Mazzaball because I remember right before the Nate Diaz and McGregor fight, he did say the same thing against Nate Diaz, saying, "Oh, Nate Diaz is in the draw. What are you talking about? It's his brother Nick that's a draw." And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, right after the two. Uh, McGregor fights and just recently and just in the same quote and uh, uh, he was saying oh yeah Nate Diaz is a draw when he was against him beforehand so I just think 
Jake Paul is smart because he knows uh, Dana White's uh, soft spots, and this is one of them because mm. he has receipts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, but I guess we're not gonna see that. We're not gonna see that uh, Jake Paul versus UFC superstar fight. Go What's keep fighting uh, Tyron Woolley <laughs> and stuff. Then, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, um, again, we can't wait for UFC Fight Night. It's gonna be it's back, so yep. it should be exciting to have all these fights back. Um, yep. And I mean, just next week we're gonna have that pay per view, which we'll get to next yeah. week. I'm hyped about uh, that one. Yeah, it's gonna be and a good one. one. Another good one. Another and good the- one, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that's been said. We'll be right back with some NBA. Take a look at what's going on in the NBA world. We'll be right back. All right. Let's take a look at what's going on in the NBA. We have a couple of returns uh, to talk about. Let's talk about the divisions real quick. We have the Bulls at number one still over in the Eastern Conference. Then we have the Nets uh, second. They're a game and a half behind. Then you see the Heat, the Bucks. The Sixers won a six-game winning streak. The Cavs, uh, the Raptors on a six-game winning streak as well. The Hornets on a two-game winning streak. And then the rest, the bottom of the barrel is the Wizards, the Celtic Knicks, Hawks, Pacers, Pistons, and Magic. Magic are on a nine-game losing streak. And we have the Western Conference of the Warriors and the Suns are tied up again, mm. uh, 30 and 9 each. So those two teams are going to go after at it. But uh, the Jazz are not too far behind, uh, two and a half games behind. Grizzlies are also not that far behind, three and a half. Everybody else is a little bit far ahead from the first, second place spots. We have Dallas at number five, the Nuggets at number six, the Lakers at number seven, the Timberwolves at number eight. At the bottom of the barrel, the Clippers are out of that top eight spot now. Uh, they were they were in a little losing streak, but uh, they have won their last game. Um, the Grizzlies are on a nine-game winning streak. The Mavericks are on a six-game winning streak. Timberwolves are on a four-game winning streak. Uh, the bottom of the barrel, we had the Rockets and the Thunder on that one. Uh, Clippers are very uh, inconsistent, like uh, Hodge and I were talking about it before the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would take wins like against the Suns and then the Nets, and then they would lose to teams like the Timberwolves. We're now our eighth place, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there. Same thing with the Lakers, but, uh, you know, those, uh, I just know one thing for sure. The championship is not coming to L.A. this year. Definitely not. <laughs> it yeah. But mm-hmm. uh, from what I hear, there's some good news for Phil in more than two ways. Uh, Kawhi's coming back. I know that he's in your fantasy team. And number mm-hmm. two, obviously he's in the Clippers. <laughs> and it could, it could help the Clippers if they get back into that top eight uh, yeah. position. Yeah, because they need it. Yeah, big time. They need that superstar power. They need. They just need their leader, Kawhi, to come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some games to talk about today. Uh, this has defeated the Jazz. So the Jazz uh, took up a loss. Um, then the Hornets beat the Bucks. You have the Knicks beating the Spurs. Uh, right now, what we have, Pacers and Celtics are tied in the fourth quarter. The, the Sixers are up uh, on top of the Rockets, 83-69. Later tonight, we have the Cavs at the Kings and then Brooklyn at the Portland Trailblazers. Later on this week, I believe this game is on Wednesday. It's a big game that people should want to check out. And it's going to be the Nets at the Bulls, the number one two teams mm. in the East. Going to go at it. Should be a good one. Mm. Uh, Thursday, we have Warriors and the Bucks. Should be another good one right there, too. So we got some good games going on later this week uh, for us to check out Definitely. if you're an NBA fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but also if you're an NBA fan, how about this? We have two returns coming up, two big-name returns. Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors, the number one team right now in the NBA, or title number one team, is back after two and a half years uh, healing from an ACL in his left knee and Achilles tendon in his right knee. Clay Thompson played, finally played in the NBA game again. He scored like what twenty something points, I believe. His first something game back, like something like that. Man, that's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, that becomes more deadly for the Warriors. I mean, they were already a number one spot behind, without him, mm-hmm. uh, and now he's back. And uh, yeah, it looks nasty right now. Yeah. Did Did you hear? Oh, correction. Sorry about that. Seventeen points. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Did you see that standing ovation he was getting all throughout the game? Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. They look like his old play. Yeah, they they literally act like Jordan came back. <laughs> and I know I know we shouldn't compare Jordan to to Clay Thompson, but still, that's the that's how they acted like. Yeah, I mean, with that organization, him and, and Curry and Green are mostly Curry and, and, and Thompson. <laughs> you know, that's the organization right there. That's a franchise. Yep, history franchise. Yep. So, um, 
it's nice to see him again in the NBA, and then, again, it makes things more like difficult to, for any other team in that in our conference to compete. Honestly, it doesn't even continue to play that way. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it's been two and a half years. It feels like it's only been like a year, but I know it's been longer. But yeah, yeah, like, damn. Yeah, I think that was the last uh, during the NBA Finals against the uh, Cavaliers. I think one of his last games or something like Ooh. that. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a while. Yeah, and um, another guy who has been on playing for a while finally started playing, but it's, it's not this is not injury related. <laughs> but he's just obviously <laughs> he's just being Kyrie. Uh, Ky- Kyrie's back with the Nets. Finishes with twenty. He's only finished with twenty two points in debut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, any comments on that? Of course, he was the one who didn't want to play. Oh, didn't want to play. Oh, he wanted to play, but he didn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah. So he's like, okay, well, then I'm not going to play if you mm-hmm. want me to get it. So um, he, um, I still don't think he, he got it. Or or I think they needed players or something like that. And they just said, all right, just play. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think it's because um, um, all the outbreaks that are happening during that month of December, how like, a bunch of people were, were getting it. So I think the, NFL, the NBA just threw their hands. It's like, okay, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, Wait, so mean, can he – is this still the rules where he can't play in New York or can you play everywhere now? From my understanding, he um, all his rules have been lifted. The heck? Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like he won. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. They yeah. needed him. I mean, yeah, which is uh, in a way, it's okay, good for him. But uh, yeah, we'll see how that's gonna go. Uh, yeah. rest. That that clever, smart, crazy bastard. Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if he can't, if he doesn't have to get it, then that means there's no excuse for everybody else not to get it. But then again, I mean, he is a superstar. You know how uh, these these uh, sports yeah. organizations they treat their superstars. They're like. I mean, True. we talk about the next guy who I'm going to talk about, which I, <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad about because it's actually a good, it's actually a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but LeBron James, I mean, he, um, well, he enters <laughs> top 10 all time in career steals. So uh, good job for him. Congratulations. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah I mean, talk about, you know, superstars and uh, how they treat. I mean, we saw it with Aaron Rodgers over in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. So, I mean, I don't think like, Anybody else in the NBA, like uh, like I said, if you're not a superstar or you're not a household name, then uh, you're not going to get away with that. Yeah. And that sucks. I'm pretty sure the popcorn vendor who works at <laughs> the Barclays can't work unless he gets the vaccine. So what's the difference between Kyrie? That's not fair, jerk. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if he's the main, I mean, he's a main popcorn vendor, then maybe like one of the, the one everybody knows and everybody likes to go see. Mm-hmm. Hey, or he sells a lot. Maybe they'll give him a little pass, maybe for a couple games. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so, because that's not fair at all. Uh, and no, the popcorn no. vendor, the popcorn vendor needs money more than somebody who already has millions. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's true. Well, the cop the popcorn vendor ain't in the in the in the NBA, so yeah. It's, it's the yeah. yeah it, it ain't fair, but hey. Is anything fair in life? Nope. No. Yeah. No. No. Or maybe maybe the NBA saw like, okay, we're losing some money this year, or, or <laughs> we're not making we're losing viewerships right now. Let's bring Kyrie back. <laughs> now that they have Clay and Kyrie back, but then they have this man down right here for a couple days, a uh, few games. Uh Damian Lillard is gonna be out with abdominal injury. So that's all bad. He's having a tough year this year. He's not yeah. he has not had his way. Yeah. I think since that offseason, yeah. the last offseason, he's not on his way. Yeah, you thinking a former NBA player like Chauncey Billups could do something with the Portland Trailblazers and like it, yeah. it set him back. And um, yeah, it's, it's I I think um he's playing like the, the traditional point guard um except when they let him like shoot around. But uh, and um and they they claim it's not having an effect on him, but it, it has. Uh, I think it has. And, and obviously off uh, with his injury, the abdominal um, injury, I know all about it because I have him in one of my fantasy leagues that I'm. Yeah, me too. Same here, same here. Yeah, that's all my only top player. Yeah, so yeah, it's been a rough one for him this season. Yeah, well, hopefully he gets back soon and gets good. I mean, they need the NBA for sure needs these superstars back. Yep. Yep. Especially since it's getting that around that time, the crunch time. Oh yeah. I mean, still, we still doesn't have the season, but uh, you know, it's getting there. Yeah. 
And then we have uh, next Julius Randall fine 25k for use of propane language, which of course they won't tell us what it was, but I guess he did it at uh, against the Boston or in the victory over Boston Celtics. Uh, 25k again. I mean, to us, it's a lot of money, but to them, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he, he got a payday with the Knicks, didn't he? Yeah. I wonder how is that like a standard? Like 25k doesn't matter how much, or is it based on your salary? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, good question. They just said like, you know, or they just throw on a random number. They're just like, oh, how much? Come on, give me a random number. Uh, 25. All right, four, fine. 25. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, good question. And uh, the All-Star game, as we talk about, we're talking a little bit about the uh, half of the season or the mid, mid part of the season coming up. Uh, the top boat, uh, top boat getters, of course, are Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. Lead our first fan return. So both of these guys up in their, uh, both in their conferences. The mm-hmm. top guys, of course, are LeBron. You have uh, DeMar, De- DeMar DeRozan on top of guards in the East. Uh, in, the, you know, division, in the conference with James Harden, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Romelo, Kyrie, uh, the, Kyrie, something. So he's a number six voted oh. guard. Oh yeah, yeah. This is why the um, sports writers got involved in the voting system. Cause it's like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Anthony Davis is number six in the front court. I mean, I get it. He was healthy for most part, but now he's hasn't done much. I think he's also having a tough year. Mm-hmm. Andrew Wiggins is on top of him. <laughs> I guess the Warriors, oh, voters, Warrior fans do vote. So that's yeah. another thing. Yeah, I was hearing that word fans was going hammer on this all-star voting. Well, it makes sense. It, look, it looks like it. Yeah. yeah. This is why the sports writers got involved. Uh, I think we should like get involved. Yeah. Now, there was somebody who played for the Kings. I think he was from India, and he was, he was just on the bench. He wasn't there, and a bunch of like, people from India started voting for him. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that game. Uh, so that's the as of January 13, I guess. Uh, will be. Oh, uh, it'll be updated again on January 13. Yeah. I believe that. Uh, the game is on uh February, some point mid February, right? Yeah, something like that. Okay. All right. With that being said, that'll be it in sports news. Uh, we'll tune in next week again. We'll talk more about a uh, fight night. What happened? We'll talk about the wild card. We talk about the upcoming UFC pay per view, and of course, where the Bulls and the Nets stand in the standings. So tune in. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back next week.